This is the Man in a Room <clears throat> podcast. Test. Level, level, level. <clears throat> this is Man in a Room. It is a podcast. A podcast. <clears throat> Hello and thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? How has your week been? I'm intrigued. Oh, it's not going very well. well I'm sorry about that. Hopefully uh, it will get better. You know, it will. And you know what? I've got my tarot cards all the ready. And that'll be coming up in a bit. Can give them a quick shuffle now. You know, just t- get, picking up the vibe. Picking up the vibes of how you're feeling. Right, let's go. Let's shuffle them. Let's get this all ready to go, you know. Got my teas all there. A brewing as well. So it's going well. So anyway, uh, I want to just talk about something real quick, actually. Because it was just really, really funny. Um, so basically... There was news going around that Neil Buchanan, children's TV presenter Neil Buchanan, famous for television show Art Attack, where every week he would make stuff and show kids how to do it. But he always did it with stuff that he didn't have around the house. Like, all you need to do is get a balloon. Okay, I might have a balloon. And you get some tissue paper or some kitchen roll. Yeah, I've got that. Excellent. Going well. And some PVA glue. It's always PVA glue. Oh, you need PVA glue with this to make this. Oh, we need PVA glue. Everything he made, you needed PVA glue. And do you know why? Because he was sponsored by a company that made PVA glue. I'm not even joking. Um, it's product placement for PVA glue, turns out. But anyway, um, I used to watch him as a kid a lot. Like, I used to religiously be like, yay, Art Attack is on. Do do all that kind of stuff, you know? And uh, it was really good. I actually remember he was on another TV show when I was a kid also called Zap with two Zs. And so basically it's just a comic strip and there'd be like this character called Artie. I want to say Artie. I think it's Artie something or Artie Farty or something like that. It's this silent thing, like a uh, like a silent a silent movie, but basically like him like drawing stuff and it coming to life and all this kind of stuff, you know? And I remember later on also that he was in a band. It's like, this is obviously years and years and years after Art Attack had finished and all that kind of thing. And it's suddenly like, oh, Neil Buchanan is back. He's now in a rock and roll group. Look at him go. I wonder if he designed the logo. I'm going to guess that he probably did. And uh, yeah. And so basically just one of those sort of people just fun to obscurity. Because, oh, it's Neil Buchanan. How cool is that? There he is. Good old Neil. Yeah. But the thing was, recently there has been rumours circulating around the internet that Neil Buchanan, as I said, fabled TV show for kids presenter, was actually Banksy. Who's Banksy? Nobody knows. Nobody knows who Banksy is. It's probably a guy called Robin Banks. But we'll just pretend that that isn't the case. And we'll say, yes, Neil Buchanan is Banksy. Because the idea of that is actually quite funny. The, the, the idea that Neil Buchanan might have been teaching Banksy how to do stuff on Art Attack is also quite funny when you think about it. Like the stenciling, all that kind of stuff, you know. He maybe saw Neil Buchanan doing that on TV on his, on his TV show one day, and he probably thought, oh, I could make a rat, and I could stencil it around the place, and it'd be like really funny, because I can be like really quick and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, And then I can cover it in PVA glue, and it'll be fine, it'll last forever. But by the time yours gets to the PVA glue part, 
the fuzz are on his back, so he has to escape quickly and all that kind of stuff. And um, the funny thing is, though, what what is quite amusing about the whole idea of Neil Buchanan possibly being world-famous graffiti artist Banksy is that he denied it. He says, no, I'm not Banksy, so, you know, drop that right now. Now, the thing is about Banksy is Banksy is a mystery. Probably some guy called Robin Banks, but Banksy is a mystery. Although people have said on numerous times it's this guy called Robin Banks. Um, no one knows who Banksy is. And so anyone who is accused of being Banksy is going to deny it. So Neil Buchanan denying that he's Banksy makes me want to believe that he's Banksy even more. How funny would that be? Art Attacks Neil Buchanan is Banksy. Who would have thought it? I wonder if uh, Banksy will be like, no, it's not, uh, no, no. <laughs> if Banksy comes out and basically just says that, no, I'm not Neil Buchanan, that'd be funny. But uh, yeah, I do like a bit of Banksy. I can't lie. I do like it. I do like his artwork or her artwork. We don't know. It could be a collective. I doubt it. Um, but yeah, it's um, the idea of not knowing who Banksy is, even though everyone knows it's Robin Banks. Um, but yeah, anyway. Unless that's the that's one of the the red herrings because you know Banks Banksy Robin Banks like he's robbing a bank, yeah, crazy. But it's not impossible to be called Robin Banks because uh, you know the the old story of someone called Annette Curtin, yeah, or obviously all those uh, Bond people who have funny names like Pussy Galore, you know. But anyway, um, I digress. I've talked about a lot of nonsense. Then I'm sorry. I think, actually, looking at that, I think it is time for tarot and tea. It's a beverage and divinity. Ooh. Yeah, so we've got, um, can I just uh, have a quick sip of the old tea? This tea today was provided to me by a friend. So basically, they bought this tea and we're all like, I don't like this. You might. So they've given it to me to try. So... Ooh, it does taste like what it says it is. Considerably, actually. Um, oh, sorry. So basically, this is Asda's own brand rhubarb and custard tea. Tangy and creamy infusion. Now, the thing is, when it comes to that, is how on earth have you infused custard in a tea bag? I'm intrigued. So the ingredients are as as follows. Hibiscus, apple pomace, sweet blackberry leaves, Flavorings, just flavorings, no detail on the flavorings. Rose hips, rhubarb, vanilla powder. That's a bit weird, putting powder in there. And acidity regulator. I understand about the acidity regulator because there's a reason why rhubarb is called makes your poo barb. Because of all the acid, makes your guts all curdle. And so then you have uh, a bad tummy. So yeah, uh, it's quite bitter. I've not put enough in there, but. It does taste like rhubarb and custard sweets, just less sweet. Um, not too sure what I think about that. It's okay, it does the job. Um, so yeah, let's shuffle the old cards. So the way this is going to work is it's going to draw three cards. Uh, this is a three-card reading. And I've got a, a couple of messages saying to me about how I'm not taking it that seriously and that kind of stuff. I mean, I am looking into the actual meanings of these cards, but there's so many of them, you know? And um, yeah. So anyway, 
going to draw three cards. Um, so I'm going to do the past. So we've got here the nine of wands. The nine of wands. So this gentleman here is uh, standing there and he's holding these wands. And there's nine of them. But he's holding one of them. So basically he's looking after one. So if you've had to basically look after one thing of your collection, at some, you know, basically cover one thing specifically, um, you know, if that's what you've been doing, like you've been, I don't know, finding something special, finding the wheat in the chaff, as it were. If you finally worked out that you've managed to focus on this one wand or one thing, um, this is this reading's for you. If you've worked, if you've pared everything down, you're like, yeah, this is what is for me, you know. Um, oh, and then we've got we've got a uh, a picture of uh, an old lady and a man with with some crutches and they are walking uh, by a church and in the stained glass there is there are there's five pentacles so basically it's the five of pentacles that's what that is and so basically you're based so what could that mean the present is basically you know you're doing your best to just get on with your life there's all this grandeur around you and you just you're like yeah um, no matter what, nothing's going to hold me back. Um, you know, so basically that's how that is. You know, you've, you know nothing's going to hold you back. Not even a stained glass window, not a a man with some crutches. Um, unless you are the man with the crutches, I don't know. Maybe you've broken your leg. And uh, this person has got one broken leg, it does seem. So maybe if maybe you're not the, you know, the old woman, maybe you're the man with the crutches. But you're still keeping up. So you manage to pare down what you're doing and you're even with a broken foot, you're just getting on with life. Um, and then, ooh, we've got the Four of Pentacles. Uh, so, oh, okay. So this is basically a picture of a man um, wearing pentacles as shoes, wearing one as a hat, and basically just holding up a pentacle like, yeah, look at me and my pentacles. So in the future, uh, although you may have pared down what you've, you know, your meaning or whatever, you then have got, um, you've discovered something new with pentacles. Like, yeah, look at me and my pentacles. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, don't be like that. There's no need for that. No need to be cocky uh, with all the pentacles because, you know, you're window shopping because the man on the crutches on the second card is looking at the pentacles. And you may have not got all the pentacles. You've only got four of the five. But still, doesn't mean that you should look after, look for the next pentacle. So basically... All I'm saying is, is that if you're currently looking for a new thing to uh, collect or um, cover or you know become obsessed about, don't worry about not having the full set because you may have got rid of nine, so eight of your uh, possessions and kept one. There's there's five on offer, but you've only got four. If that makes any sense to you, um, yeah, that was for you. So that has been. Taro and tea, it's a beverage and divinity. Ah, so yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for joining me for that bit. I'll be back after this very short break. I'm going to drink the rest of this tea, even though it's quite bitter to the taste and um, not really a big fan. So, anyway, speak to you after this. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. So I'm one of those people that like to use the local library because it's one of those things that if you don't use it, you will lose it. Libraries are very important. They're a good way of getting books and knowledge for free. 
And, uh, you know, it's a good, you know, if you don't use them, they won't get funding. That's how that works. So make sure if you have a library nearby that you use it. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what a library is, it's basically a massive building with lots of books in it that you can borrow for free. Um, but it's okay because they have your name and address. And if you don't give them back, they will fine you and all that kind of stuff, which I think anyone who lets a library uh, fine escalate to the point where it's over the price of a book is crazy. Just go out and buy the book. Yeah. But anyway, some, uh, you know, advocate of making sure that you return it on time. Three weeks is plenty of time to read a book. If you haven't read it in three weeks, then that's on you. You can renew it if you want, but is there any need to, you know, if you've not read it in those three weeks? Anyway, um, I like uh, libraries because they do get you a lot of access to stuff that you wouldn't usually get. Um, but the problem is, is that it's sometimes quite difficult to try and work out where something is that you're looking for specifically. As a general rule, the books are like are about like philosophy and all that kind of thing. And I usually it's in the philosophy section, so it's actually quite simple. But sometimes I want to read a bit of fiction, you see. And um, I don't know if you're familiar with the author Terry Pratchett. I, I, I've only recently well, got into him, you know, after he died. And I don't know much about his work and all that kind of stuff. So looking for Terry Pratchett is quite difficult in a library because it can be a, a, in a multiple of pla- multitude of places. It can be in science fiction. It could be in fantasy. Um, the one I was looking for specifically is more science fiction. And uh, he actually co-wrote it with someone because he was actually... Um, he was, uh, I think he was terminally ill. And I think he was losing a lot of his brain function. And so to make sure the story is being told, he had someone to co-write it with him. And so, you know, it's like, is it under that person's name, Stephen Baxter, or is it under Terry Pratchett? Is it in the science fiction section? Is it in the fantasy section? Which is it even in here? Like, is the book I'm looking for actually in here? I just don't know. And, you know, there's all these different kinds of bits and pieces because also the word Pratchett is actually quite difficult to spell if you don't know how to spell it. Like most things in life, if you don't know how to do something, it's actually quite difficult. But so what I had to do, I had to find someone who works there. Now, people who work in libraries, you know, they are good people, but my local library tends to be a little bit like dismissive of people. And like, what are you talking to me for? There's a computer over there. It's all alphabetized. You know, they, they, they don't like people talking to them very much. They don't like helping people that much. Um, I, would, I would say most of them are quite friendly, but there's a few unfriendly ones in there, especially this lady I'm about to tell you about. So I was um, looking for this Terry Pratchett book. It was called The Long Earth, in case you're wondering, in case you're following the story. It's The Long Earth. And um, it's a good book, actually. I've actually read them all now, but anyway. It's actually a massive, like, I think it's like four or five books. It doesn't matter. I was looking for Terry Pratchett, The Long Earth, uh, co-written with Stephen Baxter, and I couldn't find it. So the system said that it had, it, you know, I looked on the computer, it said they had it, but I couldn't find where it was because I'm a bit of an idiot, see. So I said, oh, I can't find this book. It says you've got it, but I can't find it. It says Terry Pratchett and Stephen Baxter's uh, The Long Earth. So I looked at me inside, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. It's quite hot that day as well, um, because a massive room full of books is basically more insulation, so basically it gets quite warm inside libraries, I find anyway, especially the one I go to. And uh, so this lady had a fan on her. It's like one of those, uh, what are they called, oscillating fans. It's a fun word to say, isn't it, oscillate? 
So it's this oscillating fan which occasionally kept like blowing on me and blowing on her, all that kind of stuff. And you know, I start to smell her perfume. It's like, oh, that wasn't something I was uh, going in for. But there we are. Because now I smell what this librarian smells like. The smell of librarian. Um, yeah. So anyway, so she's like, well, have you looked in the fantasy section? I said, well, I've looked there and the science fiction section, but I can't find out where it would be. So she then turned around to look on her computer to see what's going on. And I noticed something. So it was like a hair was dangling from her top. I was like, what's that's a bit strange. Oh, that's not getting blown because it's blowing in the breeze, you see, because the oscillating fan. And then I noticed that it was tied to something. This this hair, that is just one random hair, was actually tied to something. And it's actually, I don't know if you're familiar with this, or what skin tags are. So what a skin tag is, you may have one. I've got one on my uh, on my neck. So basically what it is, is basically just a, like a bit of skin that basically just grows, and it's just there. And it just sort of, it's just like, I don't know, it's just a skin tag. That's all I can describe it as. Like, it's just a bit of skin that is attached to your skin. It has, serves no purpose. And there's an old wives' tale that you basically tie a horse's hair around it and everything will be fine. It'll just go black and it'll drop off. And that was what was going on. And I was like, that is a skin tag that is turned black and has a a hair. I'm assuming a horse's hair tied around it. And the horse's hair is now getting blown uh, in the air along with the smell of this librarian's perfume. And I was all like, what is going on? I came in today to look for Terry Pratchett and Stephen Baxter's The Long Earth. Instead, I got treated to the 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 idea, the the waft of a lady with a horse's hair tied around a blackened skin tag. And I was like, what is what is happening to my life? Like, is this really what was supposed to be happening? Are all these all these decisions I've made in my life what you know what side of the road i was walking down what buses i've got in the past decisions about dropping out of college you know doing these bits and pieces all these decisions these large life decisions that i've made have come to this one point like a laser focus on me smelling a horsehead tied skin tag woman and i was like really this is this is all these decisions have come up to this one point and it's just one of those moments where you think to yourself, well, I suppose it's not that bad. At least I haven't got the, the, the skin tag and all that kind of stuff. And the horse's hair tied around it. And um, so she turned back around again. I thought, I'm not going to mention it. Um, but I then, when she turned around, I could see that... I, I, I was then drawn attention to the, the, the hair kept sort of like just popping out from behind her back. Like, like it's playing hide and seek with me. And um, I found the book. She helped me. She find me, helped me find the book. I got it. It's very good, and I recommend it highly. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um, just waffling on there. Um, so, anyway, uh, thank you for joining me for this episode. Um, I'll be back again next week. So, uh, yeah, thank you for joining me, and, uh, yeah, peace out. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.